0: In the name of the one, holy, and living God. Amen. Do you identify with Martha or with Mary? I sometimes hear people describe themselves as being a Martha or a Mary at an event, or if they're hosting something, whether they are in the kitchen doing a lot of work, or if they're out being a host, talking with guests, listening. In this passage, Jesus seems to be judging Mary's listening and contemplation as being better than all of Martha's action. But this is a false dichotomy. Christian faith needs both. And each one of us is Mary and Martha. Though I'm I'm pretty sure my wife wishes I had a lot more Martha. (laughs) The focus and point of this passage is Martha's distraction and behavior, not on valuing listening over serving. If Jesus is the ultimate life coach, and I kind of hesitate to use that term, but if Jesus is the ultimate life coach, then this passage is his master class on interpersonal psychology, using Martha as a foil for how not to live. There are three topics here. Distraction, triangulation, and happiness. Distraction. Martha's hospitality is distracted and anxious. She has in fact lost the point Of hospitality. A friend of mine describes the the distracted busyness of Martha as being someone who is too busy mopping the floor to turn off the faucet. Martha isn't even paying attention to her guest. But Mary sits at his feet, which in the Gospel of Luke is a disciple's way of acknowledging the authority of Jesus. Martha's work and tasks have become her identity, and it is killing her soul, and she is becoming resentful. Does this ever sound like you? or anyone you know. Binding our identity and our self-worth, our value, to our work, to what we do instead of who we are is a spiritual crisis of our times. And it keeps us from truly listening to Jesus. Mary Models the hospitality of truly giving her full attention to Jesus. Her ego seems to disappear in this passage. Triangulation Martha tries to triangulate Jesus into her conflict with Mary. She doesn't speak directly to Mary, but instead complains to Jesus, wanting Jesus to speak to Mary. So there's the triangle. But Jesus isn't having any of it. Triangulation is not healthy communication. Don't do it. But we do do it in our families in our churches, our schools, organizations. But it's not a healthy form of communication. If you have a complaint about me, I shouldn't hear it through Ginger. Especially if your hope is it'll become anonymized as it passes through Ginger to me. And I need to do the same for you. And we need to adopt that in our relationships. But then, not only triangulation, Martha takes it a step further. Employing a classic manipulation that uh, was at the core of my mother's playbook. Don't you care about me? Right? She says, don't you care that I'm doing all this work? So then she tries to manipulate Jesus... To do her bidding for her, if you really cared about me, you would tell Mary to help me. Now that's healthy. Martha wants Jesus to affirm her view of things rather than joining in what Jesus is doing. And how often do we see this in our own culture and especially these days in our politics? Claiming Jesus as the supporter of what we believe. But Mary, Mary is trying to get with Jesus' program, not get Jesus on her program. Happiness. A priest and mentor of mine named Rob Voile has made a brilliant analysis of this passage that we can all apply to our own lives. Clearly, Martha is unhappy. The problem is that Martha has based her happiness on Mary changing her behavior. But Martha can't control Mary. My friend Rob says anytime we place our own happiness In the hands of someone else that we cannot control, it will only guarantee misery. Of course, the problem in the passage that he points out is that Jesus doesn't teach Martha how to change her behavior. He only commends Mary's behavior as being better. So the next step would be teaching Martha how to make decisions around her own happiness based on what she can control, not trying to put it on someone else. Do any of you ever do this? I know I do. We are called to love our neighbors as ourselves which, of course, means that we need to love ourselves. In this passage, Jesus is showing us how to be our true selves by setting aside distraction, avoiding triangulation and manipulation, and not making people we cannot control responsible for our happiness. The passage seems to be juxtaposing Mary's contemplation with Martha's action. But in reality, it is showing that it is Mary who is serving Jesus. Every time I hear this gospel read aloud, the person reading always says the line, Martha, Martha. You are so distracted. They always read her name differently. What voice do you hear that in? Martha, Martha. I hear Jesus' voice as compassionate laughter. Martha, Martha. You're trying to get me to play your game, but I ain't going to do it. I love you. It is said with affection, not with patronizing exasperation or frustration. It is said in love. And those of us who are Marthas in moments of our lives need to hear Jesus' words with love. A final word on distraction. With the Terrible events in Nice, France this week. Apparently more violence in our own country this morning. The violence that is plaguing us. The plague of racism. The political climate in which we are currently living. Terrorism around the world. There is lots to fear. Now, I know fear. I tend to be a fear-based person. Every time I take one of these personality profile things, it doesn't matter which kind it is, I always come out as some sort of fear-based person. We just had an amazing trip to Europe. And the one part of the trip where I was really afraid was the one hour we were spending in the Brussels train station because of terrorism that's happened in Brussels. And I think I was so afraid that I didn't even see. I could not tell you anything about what the Brussels train station looks like. I could describe every other train station we were in on that trip. Bruges, Amsterdam, but not Brussels. I was so full of fear, I could not see. There is of course, healthy fear reasonable fear that we should have. But fear can also be a distraction from living life with the joy God intends. Fear can distract us from loving God and loving our neighbor as ourselves. We can let fear control us which is, of course, the goal of terrorism. Or we can kneel at the feet of Jesus, who is the victory of life over the forces of evil and death.